we need a catchphrase. I'm gonna defer to our guest. He said he brought one. Uh, our we guest is trying. We just yeah, we just started. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. What 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 catchphrase idea did you come with? Okay, all right. I um, all right. So I wanted it to be comic, you know, like comic reference. Yeah. Um, but a little bit catchy, and then also reference the show. So it's a pod. It's a cast. It's dumb comic creators. <laughs> Wait a second. Say, say it again. Say like, it again. Like this. So we we say dumb comic creators. Now say the catchphrase. It's a pod. It's a cast. It's dumb comic creators. It's more in in the inflection. You know, it's like the it's a bird. Uh, oh, it's I, a bird. He's still on the Superman. It's a bird. It's a plane. It really needs a bed of like the music and then like a couple different voices. Oh, it's you, a bird. It's a plane. No, look, it's dumb oh, comic. Well, creators. I forgot it. I, but yeah. <laughs> but so but, it'd, it'd be like, it's a pod. No, it's a cast. Yeah. No, it's dumb, dumb comic, comic creators. Ah, and then you get yeah. everyone to say it at the same time. That's a like good way to say the title, but then I still feel like we need a That'll catchphrase. That'll be two hundred dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. No, so oh, okay, because no, we don't I'm have two hundred dollars, we'll have to pass on that catchphrase. Oh, yeah, well, I'll gratis just for doing. I don't it. like it. I think it's a title. I don't even think it's a real catchphrase. Yeah, I, are you just upset because you didn't come up with the greatest catchphrase of all time? <laughs> no, I'm just upset. I think Keegan sounds jealous. I, it's just I'm a title. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Keegan, I mean, so don't hard, be insecure. So okay, all right, all right, guest. This is our time. Okay. okay. So thank you for your contribution. I haven't even been introduced. I'm yet. taking. I'm, I'm taking our time back. Started. I'm taking our time back. Okay. Okay. We did start. Go ahead. But, but now, now we're gonna continue. Mm-hmm. Please, okay. Please do. I like. We don't it. need yeah. your permission. It's oh. our, it's our podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Eric. I like it. It's catchy. It's a title. Pod the cast. Fine. Pay him two hundred dollars. I don't have that much money. All right. Let's continue then. We can do a, a plan. Hold on, guest. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get to you I in a second. All right, Eric. Keegan. Go on. Go so, on. My name is Eric Schwartz. What's your name? Keegan Shiner. And what are we? I don't know. It's a pod. It's a cast. It's dumb comic creators. So we are. That's dumb. a ti- good. That's a oh, title. Yeah, that's a title. <laughs> yeah. We, we just said the title, Eric. You don't need to say, and so we are after and so that. I just want to make sure people understand our listeners, our intelligent listeners. I'm, I'm so upset. Hey, I as a as a writer, I always hear it's tell, not show. So we're Oh, you know what? Them. You know what we never do in these intros? We never say what the point of our show is. And like, <laughs> I, I actually listened to a podcast. I'd never listened to one before, but a different podcast. And other people say what their show is for do you want to give it a crack all right i got this guest hey there listeners i was asking the guest what? oh i i mean <laughs> i've never called my i've never answered to that i'm i'm sorry uh 
Well, we haven't inter introduced you, so I don't want to call you by your name. I feel like I've upstaged you confused. too much already <laughs> in this intro here. It's okay. It was a trick We're racking question. up some credit on this writing this <laughs> intro thing. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Never mind. Eric, you take it away. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Are you interested in writing comic books but don't know where to go? Well, we have the podcast for you. Just writing yep. comic books? Or drawing or producing or making your own podcasts. Good, good, good. That's so good stuff. We here at the Dumb Comic Creators will interview some great new new comic creators and discover how they got started in the business, their writing process, their thought process. I don't know why, but I don't believe you. <laughs> all those tidbits that you were getting. I don't believe a single thing you're saying. Say it like you, like, that's what we actually do. Okay. Are you editing? Is this all staying in? This, <laughs> this, is, all, all, <laughs> this is all stay in. This is how we do it. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm okay. being good. <laughs> so we, inter so, okay. So dumb comic creators, what this podcast is about. Yes, what is it? The Wikipedia page. Oh, God. Uh, the, there is no Wikipedia page. Fine. Hold on, I'm starting it right now. Give Wikipedia something to write down, Eric. Go. Okay. The podcast about two guys who nope. talk about. It's about us. It's not about us. Fine. It's a Is podcast. it about us? It's kind of about us. It's a podcast hosted by two guys. This was a bad idea. Let's move on. Who's our guest today, Eric? Taylor Kine. You did that on purpose. <laughs> it's, it's not his name. Taylor King. Taylor. Taylor what? Hi right, guys. Hey. King. King. Like the, yeah. people just, the character from Tekken. Am I in Tekken? Yeah, there's a character named King in Tekken. Oh, oh. I Is see. there a character named Taylor? I was, that was going to be a wild synchronicity. Right Were you named after the Taylor, uh, that actor in Friday Night Lights? I don't, um, no. Taylor Kitsch? I know we're supposed to, you know, yes and, but no, no. No, you you don't need to. No, don't. Yes, yeah, like us. guidelines yeah. and actual rules. Yeah. No, no, okay. just you you give us truth, and we'll uh, we'll give you comedy. <laughs> in, oh, okay, all right. Um, no, I wasn't. Okay, but you are from Texas. Yes. Yes. Cool. I am. Cool. cool. I guess. Yeah, that is the thing. Um, I forget that shows about football because I never watched that. Um, I've never watched it either. I write, I write a comic book instead. So you've never seen Friday Night Lights either of you? I well, I've seen maybe like commercials for it. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. You guys have never heard that. I clear eyes isn't that like stuff you put for your glasses? I honestly thought you were doing an ad at the very. That's that where that's where they got that from. They couplets. got it from the show. It's so motivational. They stole it for wow. contact lenses. The glasses stuff was they stole from the show. Boy, CW. <laughs> it's CW that did that. Ah, uh, ooh. Oh. Oh, I think it was ABC or someone. Ah. It was really good. Anyway, I've you don't even need to like, reviews. You don't even need to like football. It's just a soap opera that that teen yeah. sex drama. I mean, it, right? it it gets crazy. Yeah. They kill a guy. Have you ever seen Riverdale? Like that new Riverdale Yeah, it's show? just like Riverdale. I have wow. seen Riverdale. Just plus football. Eh. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But Riverdale is more comics related. 
Yeah. In fact, yeah. there even is an Archie comic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not very many football comics. I don't know any. Actually. I don't know of any. Any football comics? Football I'm actually comics? fairly. I mean, I I'm fairly new to the world of comics. Just to tie it. Okay. Okay. But um, tie it back to this is a podcast about you. <laughs> no, this interview comics. is about you. Comics. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and creators of them. I uh, forgot where that was going. That's okay. So Taylor, you wrote a comic recently. Is this uh-huh. your first comic that you've written? It is, and now I've written my second. So we have the second one in production right now. Oh, cool. Of the same series? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're doing, we've, it it started out as a one shot. We were just going to do that. And then the story just sort of like expanded. And now we're doing a six uh, series and hopefully make it a trade later on. Wow. Cool. Um, But we're kind of doing the whole, Ben is our, is like editor producer for, making all the behind the scenes stuff happen, which is super awesome for me. Um, and, but we're doing each issue, like we're doing the whole Kickstarter campaign for each one, and then hopefully find somewhere to do a, a trade. Oh, cool. All six later on, which would be, I mean, that's the ideal. Yeah. Do you guys, are you all friends or um, did we you We are leave? all friends here. Um, okay. Yeah. Where do you live? What part of Texas? Yeah. So Ben and I are good buds uh, before we started this even. Okay. Um, we live in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Um, he and I, he more than I, have been sort of involved in the uh, music community in Dallas and Fort Worth for a while. And like, um, we know, we just kind of know each other from that. He's owned a... a an audio recording studio oh, cool. uh, for a number of years in Fort Worth and um, a bunch of Fort Worth folks would know about that green audio. And um, so we were just hanging out like right at the beginning of uh, COVID and everything like in March. Oh yeah. Um, and he was kind of talking to me about wanting to get into producing comics and that he was working on a script um, adapting a novel. Uh, I think it's called the unnoticeables Okay. Um, into a comic. I probably shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go out and make a comic called okay. whatever that was. I'm going to make we'll a comic called the noticeables. <laughs> and so it'll be cool. the opposite of yours. Okay. Good. That, there we go. I, I think he would be okay with the uh, competitor. um uh when and i was like whoa that sounds cool i've got a lot of time on my hands it seems nowadays yeah Uh, because i'm actually an artist uh by day job oh Uh, yeah i restore antique artwork oh cool my day job like frames and oil paintings and oil paintings oh wow i mean pretty much anything people bring in we get a lot of stuff like uh somebody dies and uh it's like they've left behind all these paintings that they did or some, you know, and yeah. be all cleaned and whatever. Um, sometimes I get cooler stuff that's been around for a while, you know, like a 400 year old frame or something. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. So, but, um, so I was like, uh, I've been staying home, you know, since everything kind of started Yeah. and working at home. And so I had all this time and <laughs> I've, I also write, um, like that's just, I have a, uh, humanities degree. So it's just sort of like all around. It was really yeah. hard to, they made me like pick one. It was super hard to pick one. It's like, can I just do all of them? And <laughs> now I've figured out a way where you can do all of them. Life, yeah. I can do all of them. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's um, healthier too. I can just picture I you and so. Taylor going to your guidance counselor, like, why can't I just study everything? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> It and makes more sense to be well-rounded than yeah. to be specific and in yeah. something that nobody is really hiring for, you know? Well, I always liked the idea of that anyway. Um, being a big reader when I was a kid, I always loved reading about uh, Leonardo and, and these guys who, you know, the Renaissance men where they did everything. Yeah. But they also had like an old banking family to give them a place to live yeah so, that'd be nice i don't know <laughs> maybe someday but i you know <laughs> mary rich so ben uh so i had an idea for a sci-fi story being a sci-fi boy cool. um and we just it's called uh from there glurk and bow is yeah. that right okay glurk and bow meet an angel of death is the subtitle okay um, they have a catchphrase for their comic book, Eric. A step ahead of us. <laughs> is it a catchphrase or I, just a subtitle? You know? Subtitle? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's not really a catchphrase. You know, we'll have one and then two. Uh, Haunting at Titan Station is number two. Subtitle. Yeah. Yeah. So I like doing that. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, the classic grew up watching like Star Wars trilogy and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It just feels like that's how you're supposed to name. Stories. For sci-fi. Yeah. Especially it's kind of like an episode of, of your show. Yeah. Star Trek, the next generation. I got some Space Nine. aliens vibe in it. Also, um, what was that Chris cool. Pratt, uh, film like we're passengers i got some passengers i haven't uh, seen that <laughs> i haven't seen that either but the whole point is like they're like <laughs> there's <laughs> also uh event horizon oh it's uh, also, yeah there's a lot of event horizon that too like not spoiler but the villain the bad guy reminds me very much of the event horizon kind of bad guy that like he's bigger than the universe wait have you seen aniara no um, no. Everyone go watch Aniara. How do this you spell that? Is it a like A-N-I-A-R-A? And it's on Hulu um, for free if you have Hulu. Uh, oh, and it's nice. this like really crazy f movie uh, from Denmark and Sweden. Um, and it it's in English too, most some of it. And um, but some of it, I guess it's hard oh, to know because yeah. okay, I see. Oh, it's so, so good. Line. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's really weird and dark. But uh, but yeah, I just since we were throwing out sci-fi movies, that's yeah. that's a recent one that I've seen that really well, blew me this away. This one is really prescient not to, you know, not I'm not spoiling the whole series, I think, with this. But we end up destroying the Earth. Oh, cool. As well, I love so, when that yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Just so like, what is the biggest climax you can do? I, that's, <laughs> hey, it worked in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, so it's going to work now. Yeah. So you and Ben got together and you started writing this book. And then how did you find Tom Hoskinson? Hoskinson, yeah. Tom Hoskinson. Uh, well, Ben took the reins on finding artists and I just, you know, would do approvals and whatever. Oh, cool. We, um, we went on Reddit and I guess we found Tom first, just looking for people. And we had just like a writing prompt that I had written or he had written down. Oh, nice. Um, just to prompt a test page. Just to how, see. how many pages? Just one? Just one. I think it was like okay. a one. I think it was a splash or something. Yeah. And we just wanted to sort of get, and I think I wrote maybe a paragraph mm -hmm. of just like a, a drawing prompt. And it was just like a astronaut floating in space and he's seeing something horrific and, you know, we want the expression and um, all that kind of stuff. So we got back a bunch. I don't remember a whole lot. I'm sure there were other nice ones, but yeah, when we saw Tom's, it was like, that's, that's the one just, he has really nice expression and yeah. his line work is really really nice and varied um right i was trying to think of ways to like describe his style um really expressive and uh like very detail but it feels minimal to me as well like it doesn't feel too busy yeah it's not yeah i, I agree if that makes sense and so we had like that splash from Tom and then we took that and put it out and looked for colorists that way as well. And we found Jimmy, Jimmy G, Jimmy Greenhouse uh, to do our colors. And so, and this is actually a global, uh, a globalist uh, operation. Okay. So Ben and I are in Fort Worth <laughs> and Tom is down in Australia Oh, he's and, in Australia. Yeah, oh, wow. and Jimmy is in Poland. Oh, cool. He's a uh, 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 an Englishman from Poland, or that's living in Poland now. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah. So Reddit, basically. Like, yeah, Reddit is wonderful. Slash comic collabs, or you know, stuff. Yeah, R slash comic collabs. That's and how I found you, thing, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Ben is. He's been as a, a, a fire engine of a workhorse. I'm that wasn't, I don't <laughs> know what that means, but uh, so yeah, he's always out there looking for opportunities and stuff, um, to promote. Like, we're getting really close to doing our first Kickstarter campaign, um, and like we have our website, bgcomics.com. Yeah. I have to remember to say that a bunch of times. BG, yeah, we'll say it a bunch. Um, <laughs> well, also link it um, at the end. Uh, yeah, it's it's in the site. show notes if anyone cool, wants to you. visit. And on that site, you can see like a preview of issue one. That's of right. Yeah. Cleric and Bow. And we and did. And you can also toss money for the Kickstarter because that's going to be such a great comic. You well, that's not, that doesn't start till November 1st. But if you're listening to this yes. post, that is a. Inception, incept it into the next week. I mean, it's next Sunday. Yeah. From when you're listening. If you listen to this first day, it's next Sunday. Oh, cool. Good. <laughs> okay. 
but it, since it's a podcast and there's no real uh, time point in time in time and space this that eternal. this is locked down on, yeah, it's like in the ether. And well, so I mean, <laughs> but that's fine. We're we're actually doing so when to kick off our Kickstarter, we're doing a live stream event. Oh, cool. Um, which will feature some uh, pre-taped skit info stuff, um, some live music from some uh, Fort Worth. Uh, buddies oh, of cool. ours so it's going to be a whole thing and we're planning on doing uh a live stream on the first uh, one on the 15th and another on the 30th i think the last day so we're really trying to basically we're trying to get back all the production costs for this book yeah so we can like sort of feel uh i guess it's in the black for number two because we've already <laughs> started number two really yeah yeah. Um, and then we'll just kind of keep. Right. Right. It, so. Do you have any, you kind of touched on it briefly. Do you have any advice for new comic creators in general? Man. You have, you have the background in artistry. So you already have a leg up on say like me, for example, because I was a history and secondary ed major. I had no writing. I could tell you what happened in the past. I couldn't really write a new story. So to speak. Well, it is, I mean, I've kind of been, a lot of it is having been a reader, I think for me personally. Um, and I tried to, I wrote like prose uh, short stories when I was a kid. Um, I read like hard sci-fi, you know, pretty early, like Clark and Asimov, uh, Heinlein and those guys. Um, so my most of my writing was prose really yeah um i hadn't really done formatting that that's always the first thing that i think of now because really i'm only you know however many months ago march was that's how many how long i've been writing comics like um i've done sort of screenplay type stuff just for kind of fun or like um any know. any like full screenplays or or just kind of you know, like just sort side of projects, little skits, or like if yeah. I played in a couple bands, and so if we had like an idea for something like that. Oh, um, cool! Or for school, like I, you know, had creative writing courses and stuff. Yeah. But the formatting is the biggest part. Um, oh, so can we see your script? Like, yeah, a, a page or two. Let's see how we do that. Share screen. Yeah, down at the yeah. Bottom. So I basically just did. Uh, a ton of research is that sharing oh there we go here it comes Aniara. Aniara. is that what that song is about <laughs> i don't know it's a really um, good film so here is so we have everything super organized i wonder if i can do full screen on this there we go um, I looked up a bunch of formatting. So there's page one. I looked okay. up a bunch of formatting stuff um, and tried, like there was, oh, Ben's gonna tell me all the things I forgot to say. There's like, we looked up <laughs> a bunch of like, how to, uh, you know, write a script and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, so had Tom drawn comics before 
Yes. He okay. has done a bunch of work. Um, okay. I wish I knew a great link for him. But So were you, you were kind of passing off your first script to an artist, right? Yes. Did he come uh, back at any point and like ask you for revisions or had you we, like gotten it pretty close? Um, we did do a lot of collaboration, like, okay, especially for layouts. So I did a first draft and tried to, and actually my first draft was terrible. <laughs> there was, and he actually did come. That's a great question. Cause he actually did come back and was like, okay, you can't do this many motions in one panel. Right. You have to like, give me sort of skeleton info of what right, you want right. almost like um i was listening to one of your episodes and we were kind of talking about i can't i think it was uh eric was starting on something and uh or doing a read through and sort of describing characters and and whatnot yeah i actually we have separate documents for some of that Oh, okay. We did. We had separate conversations about design and stuff. Oh, cool. So we kind of, I did sort of come at it from a screenplay. Um, okay. But we also were just very collaborative on layouts and stuff. And so like this, you know, it's, it seems pretty basic, like exterior ship view, small against the background of stars. Like right. that's not very descriptive. But because I had seen his style by that, yeah. it was sort of like, I'm going to trust him. Like I knew I liked it enough where it was like, I'm going to trust him to interpret exactly what he thinks. And even if, if he has questions, like, you know, I'm an email so, away. But So when you wrote ship, had you already talked to him about what kind of ship should be in the comic? Yeah, we had, okay. we did, we had like a separate conversation about design aspects. Okay. Like we have the, sh there's the ship and the only setting for uh, number one is the ship. So it's actually, it right, was right. really <laughs> easy on that end of just like, there's one setting, one location, one yeah. location. There's a few different areas of the ship that we show. Yeah. Um, and we had conversations about those, but in the script itself, I chose to keep it like really basic, um, like panel two, focusing on the front of the craft, getting a peek inside the control cabin, empty control seats. Like I just, mean, yeah, that's so, it's simple, right? But that's all that you really care is in the frame, right? And it's, you, and it's you just wanted to show the front and you right. want to make sure those empty seats are there. And and that's all you need in that frame, right? That That's the information that the reader needs to see. And then the artist can kind of like fill in what else, what else needs to be there, you know? Yeah. And if there's questions, I mean, we, I'm sure we had lots of um, conversations about specific stuff, but we did the process that we did was, um, you know, we gave the script to Tom. He would take four pages at a time and do pencil layouts. Um, and then we would say, okay, this oh, okay. is cool. This is cool. And sometimes he would add, panels take them away uh move around word bubbles and stuff um and i didn't have any direction on on word bubbles or anything oh okay um we actually we so we got tom to do art we got jimmy to do colors um a friend of ben's tim to do like graphic design for like um 
credits page and stuff like that. We added like a letters page, fun stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, and we have some fake ads. Yeah. I uh, saw those. Those are cool. Between the, yeah. Um, and then uh, Matt, Matt Kreutzer did our lettering. Um, and so some of like the bubble choices were really like left up to those guys. Like we left it really collaborative. And I'm huge in that. Like Ben and I are both big in that. Like, I think maybe it comes from like a music background of just sort of like knowing that you have to listen to everyone else just in sort of vibe with everyone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ben and I really prefer that kind of a working relationship anyway. That's that's um, interesting because I think that is a very valid way of making comics, right? It's it's sort of like a film production in that you're just the writer, you turn in the script, somebody else takes it and runs with it, you know? Yeah. And then there's a camera guy and he knows how to work the camera, you know, that he's the only one that's going to do that. And then the person lighting yeah. could be somebody else, like lighting the room in a specific way. And it, it's like a bunch of people working on one thing, you know, uh, so that they do that in film all the time. The other way in comics is for one person to do everything, right? That's the other yeah. extreme, right? And that's valid too, because some people are just really gifted and talented and it's not fair and they can draw <laughs> into all of it themselves. Um, well, and some Eric, of that comes from experience, you know, Yeah, it may be their fifth or sixth so they have like a way of doing it, you know, but this kind of came about really organically because originally Ben wanted to write um, like a, like we're still sort of planning. We have a larger universe connected from Glurk and Bo series oh, um, cool. to like a, we're planning on doing a monthly book. So there's like a, a dual series universe paradox type thing we're, we're working with. Um, but this kind of came about organically to be our first project. Yeah. Um, and the other one was going to be the first one, but because the story was as finished as it was, you know, as sort of simple as it was, it was really easy to flesh it out. And, um, it just kind of happened really fast. I think mostly cause we, at first we planned on just doing the one shot. Yeah. Uh, but then it turned into <laughs> sort of like six series and it was like, I think we can just do six out of it. Non-spoiler so. ending. The story ended in a way such that it could be either been self-contained or else could have been expanded massively. It ended in, uh, right. in that way fairly well. Definitely. Yeah. You're right there for sure. Yeah. Do you guys want to look at uh, this a bit? More? Yeah. So formatting. Um, I found a script online for a Batman book and I don't remember which one it was, Okay, but I think it was killing joke. Okay. Um, and it just had really nice formatting. I'm super in, I'm kind of anal retentive probably. And so I really love just like super, um, laid out, like really simple formatting and we pretty much stick to it even yeah took us to the dialogue oh cool okay yeah so you have uh like a page and then pa panel are bolded and yeah. then the description is next to the panel 
Um, and then your your dialogue is cap all cap for the name and then colon with the dialogue and it's indented with numbers. Yeah. The numbering is for uh, word balloons. The lettering? Okay. Yeah. So it was a Tom suggested that. So we took a like the numbering, I think, was from Tom because he had worked on a bunch of, uh, you know, other people's stuff before and they weren't numbered and you have to like go back and stuff. And so we just took a lot of, I mean, you know, oh, okay. A lot of input from him. He was super. Uh, that's so interesting a huge part of this just kind of because we were like is there anything you know because we gave him the first draft and it probably didn't look like this i don't really <laughs> re even remember but um and he was like can we uh work with this a little bit and we were like tell us what you need yeah and so he was like let's number these right here so we can keep track of which word balloon we're looking at so that way this is like a master so that way the colorist the artist and the letterer can look at that and you know all have the same information basically but um, interesting yeah 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 i i've not uh numbered the the word balloons um before but and um but the rest is kind of similar to styles that i've i've used yeah I, I usually put like a dash next to the page to show how many panels um oh, are like on the on each of... page huh yeah and and i'm i'm told that that helps the artists when they're drafting the page uh, they, they know how many panels to put that makes sense right yeah. away yeah i think this we i i definitely left it more open because organically in the process tom was actually making draft a lot of drafting decisions yeah just sort of like yeah and less so on this second one i think okay um, like changing as many like numbers of panels and stuff in the first one we did there were definitely pages that would come back like totally different and a lot of it was like just because i didn't know i would have like too many in one or something yeah you know so um working yeah, my my first my first comic and i was doing sample pages right the first page sample page was like i had 12 pa 12 panels <laughs> and i was like sending this to people to draw right and it 12 panels is a lot of panels per page it's like way too many panels mm. yeah uh on the second one uh I, I believe it was matt Kreutzer, or no ben has been just consulting a bunch of editors and stuff oh cool um and so he was on a three-hour zoom with someone tearing they were talking apart about uh our first book and just sort of basically the way ben described it like ripping it apart and just giving a bunch of feedback and oh, they yeah. were like seasoned guys who were just sort of like using their covid time to help other creators <laughs> Oh, cool. um and they had like a 12 and 12 rule so 12 words per dialogue balloon mm -hmm. and then 12 balloons per page is sort of like a guideline and that's what i used on the second one and it really seems to flow 
Oh yeah, twelve word guys. balloons per page. Is that yeah? Is that what you mean? Oh okay. As like a as like a maximum. As a max, yeah. Because yeah, not- <laughs> other because I mean, if it's more than that, and this makes sense, I guess I've seen books that seem like oh, there's so much reading, but um, you know. That's why you, I mean, if you've ever tried to letter yourself, that is a lesson you'll learn immediately mm-hmm. if you're writing it because, because you're, it's hard to fit that many, like way too many words in one balloon. It's just, yeah, you're covering the art, you know, that's. And I found that like writing dialogue as well. I mean, in sci-fi, it's kind of hard because sometimes you want to explain something <laughs> But um, I also like sci-fi that's kind of ambiguous, like yeah. especially if you're in a story, you don't necessarily need to know how everything works, and especially with these guys, because um, they're like basically truckers in space. Right, right. Um, like log line for the book, uh, two deep space truckers um, are haunted or slash fed upon by a parasitic dark uh matter being life energy being yeah yeah so sort of yeah it's i've been trying to so i've been uh watching neil degrasse tyson's podcast Mm -hmm. trying to sort of you know fictionalize (laughs) what they what those things are and that's kind of fun yeah like theoretical that's good good inspiration yeah have you ever I, read the Interstellar uh, textbook? No. Like the the movie Interstellar. Do you like that movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And they consulted this physicist for the movie, specifically for mm. that movie, to make sure that the scenes made uh, physics sense. Yeah. Um, so they got the physics correct on that, except for like certain leaps of like what's behind a black hole, right? But um. Definitely traveling across the black hole was real. So the physicist turned around show off our ship right there. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The physicist turned around and like wrote a whole textbook uh, based on that research wow. that he did for the movie. I'll have to track that down. Oh, it's so cool. It's like, I love stuff like that. A real I'm also a Trekkie. <laughs> and so I love like explaining things, you know, I love the almost procedural sci-fi stuff like, yeah, yeah, tell me, give me the lecture. I want to know science it. slash I mean, fiction. Christopher Nolan is known for doing that. Um, for exception, for example, he um, he got he used uh, there's somebody who would uh, whenever you dreamed, he'd scan your brain, and he w- had that guy like give part a lecture on one of the commentaries for the DVD of Inception. So that's cool. He, so like, he's known for doing that. Like he tries to put at least some realism somewhere in there i mean so isn't that kirsten dunst in um what i almost said close encounters the uh with jim carrey number 23 no no <laughs> <laughs> the big, one big where liar they scan they take the memories out of your oh eternal girlfriend. sunshine yeah eternal sunshine yeah. the spotless mind yeah yeah that's kirsten dunst's job to scan your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why don't you stop your share? I okay, I'll stop my share. And I'll share my stop.
Oh. Okay. So these are your main characters, Glurk and Bo. Yeah, Glurk is on the right there. He is from Europa. Okay. Which is um, a, a planet? Is it? Okay, a, a moon. That's Thanks. kind of stolen from... Uh, well, it's from a lot of things. Reality now, but was like he taken? Uh, <laughs> was he inspired by anyways by a Smurfs? Because I think the was blue, blue was a design choice that came later on. Okay, because he's blue, and instead of saying the word Smurf, he says the word Glurk. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Smurfs? that would uh, be a good. That I wish. Okay. Sort of looks like an Avatar guy too. I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, Navi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess blue was a good choice to go with because born on the ice moon under the ocean. I don't know. Oh, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, Bo is from Mars. Is that right? Yeah, he was an IVF baby on Mars. So this kind of universe uh, that we have, like one of our, like we're doing sort of like a cor corporate dystopia. Um, it's like massive corporations and stuff and like huge labor forces. And so they just have like a bunch of test tube babies and that's what Bo is. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's like good deep backstory that like that's what makes I do, these baby. characters pop. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then you're, uh, you have like these little floating guys that just ask them if they're System. okay. Yeah, yeah. All the time, System which is funny is because- great they're not okay ever yeah. yeah and they and and the drones they don't notice like any of the truly weird stuff going on they're just kind of like no you're fine just stop freaking out right right pretty funny like we do have there's comedy to it and there's also a little bit of like i don't know uh get your kids out of the room but uh, there's like a little, they're like stoner comedy type stuff because it's sort of like a buddy comedy deal, and they're yeah, yeah. they're smoking a whole bunch in the very beginning of this. Of yeah, this they comic. smoke. They smoke a lot of what space uh, space. You have a commercial for it, so it should be somewhere down there, which I thought was great. Like they talk about it, and then you get the commercial, or not the commercial. The there's the ad, yeah. The ad for it. Is it on is on on the ash can? If not, I can what do they say? They're like, but they say they're getting space high or something. Space baked, I think he says. Space. Maybe. Space. <laughs> As if they, space sick, space is that baked. because they're like in space or <laughs> yeah. is that a specific type of a bake? No, it's pure, just like referential, like, hey, we all like sci-fi, right? This is funny. Space sick, yeah. Space base, space sick. We actually had to dial it back, you know. <laughs> yeah, because it, 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 yeah, I agree. It was almost silly, <laughs> but the, yeah, but, we definitely. Yeah. I mean, we do like like having like silly comedy and stuff. So, you know, I just really like having sci-fi comedy horror. You know, right? They belong together. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it works really well in this comic too because they're you don't know if they're high or if they're like making yeah. it up or like if there is something bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and Glurk is very innocent as well. You know, he's just kind of like, oh, what's happening? You know, and Bo is 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 seasoned and um, he may just sort of like Aragorn. He's probably like 80 something years old, but he looks pretty good. Oh, cool. Um, you know, huh. space, you would probably need to live longer just to do <laughs> like anything worth anything like in space. Oh, yeah, because you know I mean? it takes so long to get around. And they do have, so they do have um, faster, you know, th this is set in a 31st century okay. solar system. Um, so they do have some sort of, I it's like a, I call it a gravity field generator. So basically they reverse, it's uh, reverse mass. And so they uh, lower the mass of the ship. And so that the fusion engines like have more force to them. That's awesome. Yeah. They phase out right too. Isn't that yeah. like another, yeah, that it's, was cool. The, the word. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably fudging all, all the real. Your, your, your techno babble was on point yeah, in this comic. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I at least got a B in my physics courses for my oh. uh, basics. So nice. There you go. Very solid. Take that to be what you will. Well, I'm excited to ha see this released and have other people read it. Yeah. It's a really good comic. Where can they find you at? They Well, bgcomics.com is our main website. Uh, let's see. We have, we have our uh, BG Comics Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at tee.es.k. Whoa, uh, stop. Say yeah. that again. At tee.es.k. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> BG Comic Books is the, is the real Instagram. T-E-S-K. Okay. Yeah. But with those dots or else you won't find them. Is it? Is, huh? <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want You know, the, I don't want the FBI to be after me. Well, the the Instagram is very punctuation. They're like punctuation police. Yeah. So you have to have the Zuckerberg. the dots. <laughs> yeah. Um, BG Comic Books. Uh, Glurk and Bo, or Glurk has a Twitter. Uh, I think it's Glurk and Bo forever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. BGcomics.com is where we're going to put all of our releases and everything. Um, we have like this six series for Glurk and Bo that we have planned. We have another uh, monthly book that we're planning on doing after this. If we can oh, get cool. like our uh, factory to work, we'd love to. Uh, ben, I'm sure, wants to produce other people's stuff, like kind of figuring out how to use our system and help other people make their books faster. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I want to plug global comics. Yeah. Uh, what is global out. comics? How is the, they seem to be another like a creator help based uh, group. Like they did some chats with us of how to market our book. Um, and we uh, host, they host our Ashcan. 
that you yeah, showed there. Yeah. And then um, ash can, what is an ash can? It's a word that Ben used and I just, <laughs> you know, assimilated the language. Eric, have you short... heard of an ash can? I, I've never heard of an ash can. It may be more okay. of like a radio television. Ben is a RTV guy. Okay. So it may be like, <laughs> or like a post or what's a electronic press kit, EPK. Oh, okay. Maybe All right. Something like that. I don't know. I well, language. For our listeners and for Eric and for me, <laughs> uh, the Ashcan is a preview, a few page page preview of the comic. Uh, it really makes you want to read the rest. Um, and it's free on their website. Yes. But it's hosted by Global Comics with an X.com. With an X. Yeah. And we're going to do print versions. We're going to have like posters and stickers and shirts like oh, cool. all kinds of swag. And so we're planning to like really do it. Um, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. so cool. Taylor, thanks for coming on. Thank I, uh, you guys. Thank you for the, the title to our podcast. Oh, great. Thanks for <laughs> Just, making uh, write me in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your no, checks in no. the mail. <laughs> I would love to come back and like talk more, uh, formatting and whatnot or just story and stuff yeah definitely super fun yeah it was super fun. well uh, yeah we'll have to have you back uh after the release and talk about how it went or i've we'll been on two for number two yeah yeah cool man well thanks again and uh we'll talk to you later thanks bye bye thanks again to taylor king for uh being a great guest Thanks, oh, Taylor, Taylor King. Thank you, Taylor Kind King. 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 It's Taylor King. Kind? No. And he's the writer of Bo and Glirk. Glirk and Bo. Glirk and Bo. And it's coming to Kickstarter this week. I mean, if you're listening to this, this week. And if you're listening in the future, go find it on Kickstarter. And if it's way too far in the future, You'll find it on paper or online. <laughs> um, also, we have a shout out to Rachel W. Uh, Why? Because she has gone on patreon.com slash dumb comic creators and signed up as our newest Patreon member. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you so much, Rachel. How cool. Yeah. You and are. What's queen. she supporting? Dumb anytime, anytime we post a comic. Mm-hmm. That's the death, the two-page death com, death maze comics, the uh, full issue comics that we make. Any comics we're gonna put on our Patreon as paid posts, and our patrons help support those posts. Mm-hmm. That's all they support. It's not a monthly fee. It's not paying per post. It's just for the comics that we post, and only for comic content. And those are coming out of our pocket to make. So uh, you're really helping support us when you sign up as a patron on our Patreon. So thank you so much, Rachel. Anyone who wants to hear their name on a podcast, please sign up. <laughs> or if you don't want your name here on a podcast, just a, hey, you got, you're got you on there. We'll do that as well. We accommodate for our Patreons. Or if you want to hear someone else's name and you and you sign up, for our patreon and just tell us the name tell us any name you want us to say we'll say yeah. it we or will, message we will we'll do messages we'll do uh um tweets we'll do it all yes and if you sign up 
you can be on our podcast as a special guest if you want to. We're always looking for to listen to you, our fans and our comics and fellow comic creators. So, Eric, did you read any comics this week? I did read a comic this week. I read a comic called Chew. Ooh. Um, Chew is... Bless you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insights. Um, it was... Chew as in C-H-E-W? Yeah, C-H-E-W. Okay, not not your sneezing. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so it's because... so Chew. Chew. It's not a chew. It's yum 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 yum. Okay. So what's it about? It is so it was written and lettered by John Lehman, and it was drawn and colored by Rob Gilroy. Okay, so it's written by John Lehman and illustrated by Rob Gilroy. Okay. So. What Chu is about is it follows uh, Detective Agent Chu, who is a cybopathic person, which means anything he eats other than beets, he gets the complete history of based on whenever he eats it. So he, if he eats like a cow, he gets like what it was called in his life, where it grew up, what it did, um, how it was killed, and everything, and then including how it was treated afterwards. So like how it got turned into a turn into anything like that too. So he has difficulty eating anything that um, wasn't like that isn't a beat just because it's kind of nauseating for him. But that also makes him a great detective though too because he can get the history of anything. So for example, um, he finds a murderer and the murderer kills himself beforehand. He tells him that there's missing persons. So by like drinking the blood of the person, he is able to get um, uh, all the information, like of who, like, where the killers were, or where the victims are, names of the victims, and all the stuff that he needs to do that. So he he drinks the blood of a murderer. So in so he is in this story. He goes after he finds a serial killer, and the serial killer is like, "I'm not going back to jail." Before he can answer anything, he slits his own throat, and so. He's like, oh, you're going to tell me your dark. secrets and starts eating his face. And so he gets the names of all the victims, everything like that, though, too. Only problem, though, is he gets caught by his fellow police officers, you know, eating the face of a serial killer. And they're like, yeah, that's really crazy. You can't do that. Oh, my God. That's like the weirdest setup ever. Yeah. And he but eats beets. The- he only eats beets. He only eats beets because that's the only thing that doesn't give him a history or anything. It's the only thing he can eat without feeling crazy. Like, without, like, just, you know, doing the history of everything. But he impresses the FDA so much. Instead of going to jail or going to a psych ward, he gets hired by the FDA. Um, in this storyline, the FDA has become the biggest government branch because all poultry has been banned worldwide because there was a huge bird flu that was so deadly that if anybody's caught eating chicken, they are very likely to die. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, but are people still illegally eating chicken? Yes. That's why the FDA has become the biggest branch because there's oh, okay. a giant underground chicken market. So they're really, they're really trying to crack down on these chicken eaters. Yep. It's a major thing. 
That's so stupid and silly. Yeah, and what's great though too is his brother is considered to be the best chicken cook of all time. That's, but what? That's because he can no longer cook with chicken. Oh my god. Uh so beyond the completely ridiculous and upsetting story, upsetting in just how ridiculous it is. I mean, um, what about the art? Um, the art is fantastic. Um, it's not ex like a combination of Marvel and unrealistic. So like, if you look at it, like you just even see like this part where they show the one of the characters drinking the blood from a finger. Like his face is not realistic at all, but it's drawn such that it's kind of proportioned that it looks really really cool. It looks sort of um, like a Muppet to me. Yeah, it's kind of like, I get kind of get, I guess we kind of think. Um, yeah. So just a really, really well done art. Um, just fantastically done. Like they're made of clay almost yes. too. Like I, I, I would not be surprised if they would, they would not animate this into a show. They would claymation it because it looks better. Like it's a claymation thing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. What about the coloring? Um, coloring is actually very vivid. Um, it depends on where it is. So like a lot of times, like, in certain aspects, like when their emotions, like he's in a dark place, it's darker. But um, especially in Chew number two, when he's in the tropics, it's a lot more colorful. Like he's doing that too. Um, but also, like, it also depends what he's doing it. So in this case, in this count, this part, um, he's there's a vampire. Oh, okay. Um, he's also a psychopath, but he makes himself look like a vampire. Okay. People. And it's done in red. It's like the base color instead of like, you know, everything else. Um, so it's kind of serving the story. Yes. The color. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's done. It's just done really well in general. So great. And what about the lettering? Um, lettering is um, Marvel Plus, is how I describe it. Um, they will like, they'll, they keep all the basic generals the same. Um, whenever they've got the, actions they'll do the compounds the craziness they'll also like bold out specific words so how like so for example one guy says how does that sound to you and the you is bolded out okay yeah that's um, good so it's like expressive sort of yeah expressive very good kind idea. of standard still um so eric what about the uh french word that we often mention on here those you say quoi yeah, the je ne sais quoi. Um, this comic is just kind of so off the wall that it's kind of has like this crazy thing. So um, in the third issue, not the second issue, they have a cyborg chicken or they have a chicken that's like they literally, a country lady goes to the civil war over because it's the best like pit or, uh, cockfighter there is ever. So like the country goes to the civil war to have ownership of it. And the side it chooses to fight on literally wins the war. It wins the war by itself. Like it goes into the middle of an army base camp, just jumps in there and kills everyone. So it's so powerful. So you just have like this crazy off the wall stuff that you're like, I don't know where this is going. I don't think anybody does, but it's great. Wow. Um, That's so weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like uh, choose the characters, choose girlfriends. Like her power is that she's such a good writer that people feel like and taste like that people can feel and taste whatever she writes. So like she eats rancid meat. Wait, so, so, um, 
everyone has a power in this world? Not everyone. The majority of people don't actually. Just like the oh, okay. So like, Agent Two's partner is a cyborg. Um, his girlfriend's got the powers that like whatever she writes, uh, he can feel like he's tasting it because it's that accurate. Which is perfect for him because he doesn't actually have to um, if he eats something that makes him like that would normally make give him the history or whatever. It doesn't give him the history when she doesn't. So she okay. can eat something and then tell him about it. So he's like, so he can finally experience eating food normally without having to go crazy. I see. Cool. So Eric, on a scale between uh, being constantly molded by like a group of high school, like it's their class project to like form your body into different shapes constantly just for like a whole semester. And they, the, the, the more times they morph your body into a new shape, like you're a piece of clay, the more, the better their grade gets. So from that to having as many beats as you want for the rest of your life, <laughs> which one is the bad one i don't even know i'm sorry no, no, no. i so i would say having as many beats as you want in your life is the good one because if you want zero beats you can have zero beats but if you want 20 beats you can have 20 beats so that's a good one so you like beats i think beats are all right i rather i prefer <laughs> carrots over beats okay so having as many carrots as, and beats as you want okay um I would say this is being forced to eat broccoli along with the carrots and beets. Oh, wow. So mostly good, but there's a little bit of like crazy crap that you have to kind of take along with it. Um, yeah. Like, so like there's like, so like, they kind of like go down weird rabbit holes and you, you have to kind of let it go there. But eventually you get back and you find some of the good stuff. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It sounds like a really weird wild ride mm -hmm. well cool thanks for sharing yeah thank, it was a great read i recommend it for anybody um are you going to be reading a comic next week keegan i sure will be awesome i don't know what yet but we might review the comic that uh taylor talked about on yeah. this episode that's also another possibility in this case we'll both give in our two cents yeah so once again bgcomics.com our guest today was Taylor King. Thank you so much, Taylor, for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Taylor. Uh, we're Dumb Comic Creators. You can find us on Instagram at Dumb Comic Creators. You can find us on our website, dumbcomiccreators.com. You can find us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbcomiccreators. Uh, thank you to our new Patreon, Rachel W. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And, and um, yeah, please support us and um otherwise we still need a catchphrase <laughs> yeah we do we we didn't even come close to a catchphrase because our guest interrupted and gave us a title not our guest interrupted he he just mentioned that he had a catchphrase before we started recording and i said sounds good to me yeah, and, a shot. and lo and behold i, it. Us I was title. all for it i was all for it it wasn't like, a catchphrase comedy and literary gold i don't know it if we gave us a title of our show <laughs> it was the title of our show it was a, the title of our show with the podcast part at the beginning pod cast, cast. 
dumb comedy creators. Yeah, that is the title of our <laughs> of our show. So, anyway, uh, it's a it's an interesting title phrase, like a a fun way to say the title of our show. Mm-hmm. But I think we um I don't think we need it. We'll find one. We'll find I one. I think we should save our money for comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, this has been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.